I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey and welcome to the first episode of 2018 of Australian Jams. I'm very happy to be back. Breaks are fun, but I also miss this. Um, I'm very excited to kick off the year with someone that I've known for quite a while. Um, does a lot of awesome things in music. This is Dean Valentino. Tell me about you, what you do. Um, well, you've said my name, <laughs> so I won't say that again. Um, uh, basically, I do. I do a little bit here and there. Uh, sort of a jack of all trades at the moment. Um, I run a little management company looking after four acts now. Um, one of them, which I play in, called Slow Coaching. The other three, uh, Neighborhood Youth Fields and Peach Noise. Um, it's sort of just a nice little family. We do a lot of stuff in-house. Um, so when I say management, it sort of varies from each act. Some of it involves PR and booking and just general you know, scheduling and stuff like that. And yeah, that's sort of where my time's taken up the most musically at the moment, balancing between recording and playing and um, yeah, getting to look after all these really, really cool acts, all Melbourne acts who I really, really love. So um, yeah, it's a good gig. Yeah, well, we had um, James Fields on at the end of last year. Yeah, listen to that so one. So you work with him. Yep. Quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. And we talked about Neighbourhood Youth as well. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah. love both of their stuff and obviously slow coaching is awesome and you guys are kind of kicking goals at the moment, hey? It's yeah, it's been good. Um, so sort of knocked out the EP the end of last year, um, and I think by the time it was all done, we just released it straight away. Yeah. Like there probably could have been more scheduling and <laughs> planning and all that sort of stuff. But I think I was just sort of antsy, and um, we had this music and we had gigs lined up, so we thought, why not? So just put that out, and it did well, and there's good response to it, and we're sort of. Gearing up, we're playing St Kilda Festival in a couple of weeks, so that'll be the first show of the year, and then hopefully it sort of takes off a little bit more from there. We definitely just want to play live, so now the music's out there, it gives us more of an opportunity to sort of get out of the studio and do the live thing a bit more, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, and, well, you mentioned um, St Kilda Fest. That's on the 11th of Feb, Sunday. Sure is. Um, swim season are playing that one too. You would know that, the exact date. <laughs> yeah, they are, and I've known those guys for ages. I love those guys too, yeah. so... 
So we'll hang out there. That'll be good. Everyone should come down anyway. It's, I mean, a big free festival is great. Everyone should get there. And Such even though it's festival. on the south side, it'll still be worth it. And it takes a long time to get there. It does. So just prepare yourself in yeah. advance. <laughs> anyway, let's start talking about the songs. I'm sorry about my squeaky chair, guys. I normally change it, and I didn't today. Also, there may be some kitchen noise in the background, so um, just going to give you guys a heads up. That's what that is. Um, Dean, first yes. song for us today. Um, I might go first with Oh Mercy. Awesome. Keep a light on. I uh, heard this song, I think it was only released last week, so it's not even a week old. Yeah. And... I was just sort of flicking through that New Music Friday playlist on Spotify or maybe Release Radar, one of them, and it popped up and I was sort of, it was background music, but I just stopped for a second. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Because at first I thought it was like Methyl Ethyl or something, had that similar voice and I was like, it's too happy to be Methyl Ethyl. (laughs) It was too jangly. And um, Oh Mercy, and I haven't actually listened to a lot of Oh Mercy to recognize it straight away, but um, I really, really love this song. It's just super happy, super bright so simple as well like there's not a heap going on um and yeah i think it's a sort of good song to look at even if you're in a bit of a creative rut yes yourself to sort of look at something you know done so perfectly so simple and be like oh, it's not that hard <laughs> um no discredit to oh mercy <laughs> but yeah it's an awesome song and i really love it yeah i think um his songwriting is something that has obviously set him apart He's a really clever lyricist, and that is a key part of all of his songs. Mm. And obviously the reason he's been so so successful for so long. Yeah. I know just personally, I can't become a fan of his voice, and that's just personal taste. Yeah, right. But the song itself is brilliant. Yeah, So it's hard to marry those two things together in my head, but yeah. Yeah, right. I can definitely see why people would really enjoy this. And I, yeah, I think it would... um, I'm not a creative myself, but I feel like, as you said, it kind of gets you out of that rut. It kind of sparks something. Yeah. Everyone's a creative. You're a creative. (laughs) I'm not. I keep forgetting to move out of my squeaky chair. Anyway, (laughs) let's have a quick listen to part of Keep a Light On by Your Mercy. And my first song for this episode, I did tell Dean that it had to be songs released this year. And I did a bad thing by sitting in this chair and also by (laughs) choosing a song from December 15th last year. But um, what happened was we recorded the last episode of the year and then this song came out and I love it. So now we're going to talk about it now. So sorry for anyone. But yeah. So this one is called Do Right by Glades. Um... This is a band that's really making their mark in the pop world, electro-pop world, Mm. but they're doing it really, really well. But I feel like they're falling in kind of that gulf between Triple J and commercial radio in Australia. So they're not kind of getting much credit locally, or they're not getting much credit vocally around in Australia. Um, I'm sure they've got a lot of streams online and stuff like that. So I'm sure a lot of people are listening to them, but no one's really talking about them here. Yeah, right. Um, but I think they're incredible. And the combination of the way the 
production complements her voice is really, really well done. And yeah, I just don't think they get the credit they deserve here. Anyway, what did you think of the song? I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, I, when, now that you've sort of said that, I understand what you're saying. Because <laughs> I haven't, I hadn't heard of him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the first time I'd sort of listened to him. But I'd be keen to hear more. Yeah, I'd, I don't... Where think, else are they from? They're from Sydney, but I don't think people realise they're Australian. Yeah, right. I Yeah, yeah no, I didn't have never heard of them. Yeah, so, I mean, Drive did really well, and that was, I think, their first single. Um, and they did release an EP and all that kind of stuff, and their artwork is always incredible and all this stuff, but this song is just, like, it's stepped it up, and I would expect them to probably move overseas pretty soon. Um, There's probably a better market for them. Yeah, somewhere the else. US probably. Yeah, right. Which would be sad because it would be nice to keep our great musicians here, but yeah. Um, but we'll don't. welcome them back as homegrown Australians <laughs> when they we blow always up, take credit when for when they them. blow up in three four years. <laughs> um, all right, let's have a listen. I'm gonna play a little bit of the chorus because it's super catchy and I want it stuck in all of your head. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if it doesn't mean too much right now. I know that you're probably forgotten. Okay, Dean's going to now do a song from the 31st of December because I snuck in with one from last year. So well, I think mine has more credit than yours. <laughs> 15th is pushing it a little it bit. It is pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your, what's your song? Uh, my song is Beginner's Luck by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, they released that album, Gumboot Soup, yeah. on New Year's Eve, uh, which I think unless you're a super fan, no one probably listened to it. Until a few days later. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, which I, I think I listened to it maybe, yeah, four or five days later. And I just... They're such a strange band. Yeah. And they're such a, like... I just... I don't... I'd love to hear people's reasons why they don't like them. Like, there's so many reasons to like them. And to put out so many albums... It was like five albums or something in total five, last year. Five last year. To drop that fifth album... And then you press play at the start and it's a song like Beginner's Luck. It's yep. like, how the hell do these guys keep writing and keep writing good songs? And um, yeah, I just remember in South, we were coming back from South Australia, driving back and I was like, oh, I'm going to give this album a listen. And I clicked play and I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> how do they do it? How do they, you release that much music in a year yeah. and you still kick off your album with such a belter of a track and there's just that beautiful shuffle drum and just oh there's just so much to love about it and them so that's what I've gone with <laughs> I feel like they're a band that because they are also um competent as musicians mm. I feel like they can just jump into a studio jam and that'll be a 12, 12 song album and I feel like that's how they managed to smash it out Probably. Like, and that's not a, that's not a bad thing at, no, all. at all. It's just it's a different works. technique. But when you do have people that are obviously all on the same page in terms of style. Yeah. And, and that's then, not an easy thing to do. No, that especially many members. seven yeah. people. And then they're all super talented. Mm. Not saying that it's not hard work at all, but I feel like that can create what yeah. they create. And 
the tagline that they're the hardest working band in Australia, I think, is valid considering. Oh, totally, yeah. Five albums and a festival yeah. in a year. Yeah. Like, and the amount of touring they do, like, there's no, like, they just don't stop. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know how to. And some of them have kids and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I just don't know how they manage. But more power to them if they're going to smash this out for a couple of years, keep doing it, and then yeah. retire forever. Good on them. Like, like build a legacy. Like, yeah. How many bands? Who who releases five albums in a year? Five mm. albums that people actively go out and to listen say, to. Yeah, who's you know? good that releases yeah, five albums? Like, yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is also a really good song. Um, this genre seems to be... Um, see, was kind of in vogue for a little while and it's kind of died away, but these guys kind of keep being like, no, this is something you should listen to. Yeah. And it's really cool that they, they're like, no, this is a good genre. It's not a fad. Yeah. Listen. Well, they did that album with Mold High Club as yep. well, which is a little bit different, but it's sort of that very, you know, like sh- like shuffle, like very chill. Um, I don't want to say bossa nova, but almost like, you know, like a quiet jazz club type yep. vibe. And they do that. And then they do real sort of, grungy you know raw garage rock and it yeah. still works for them and like, no doubt slow coaching is inspired by that as well there are I'm, parallels for sure oh i'd just more say i'd strive for their work ethic just in general <laughs> just to be able to be that switched on all the time yeah Amazing. there's no breaks anyway yeah. let's have a quick little listen to beginner's luck by king gizzard and the lizard wizard God. back and I'm gonna speak about a song I'm quite excited about um back when I spoke to Sos Fumoli from the AU Review last year um we spoke about Eve's Carita's song There For You which is kind of a comeback song um and now she's released another um which I presume is from a record coming up called Further Than The Planes Fly and while I don't necessarily like it quite as much as There For You it could be because I haven't listened to it as many times um I think she's really making strides to be a really unique artist. And I think that's a really cool thing to do, um, considering the nature of especially the Australian industry and how monopolised it can be and how easy it is to get sucked in. She's really kind of forcing herself to be different and be herself, which I think is a really cool thing. And, yeah, this is this is a really clever song, and she said about this is breaking away from expectation, all that kind of stuff, which I think, yeah, is very cool. And it's just a catchy song as well. She's got a cool voice. Anyway, what, what are your thoughts on the song? See, I, 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 I didn't mind it. Yep. This is Eve's, Eve's behaviour. Yes. It's all the... Same person. So is this, this would be a third, third sort of moniker? Third incarnation, or, yes. Right. Which is cool. It's cool that she's, you know, obviously thriving for something. And working really hard at it. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I liked it. It didn't blow me away. Yeah. Um, but I like the fact that, I mean, she released, when when was the other song, did you say? Not that long ago. There for you, it would have been October. Yeah. Well, it's good she's following up music yeah. and, she, you know, she obviously has a, there's a goal and there's obviously a bigger picture that's 
going to form from this. So it'd be really interesting to see sort of how she tackles it because it wouldn't be easy coming back for a third time under a slightly different name. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to hold on to all that and do it again. Yeah, I think she was based in the UK. I might be wrong for quite a while. Right. And now she's back in Australia and, and kind of doing stuff again. Yeah, so, cool. yeah, it can't be easy to disappear and re-enter the no Australian way. scene so many times. Yeah. And I think... It's, we both obviously know working with artists as well. It's so tough. Mm. So, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I think she's really making strides to make something good. And I think that I'm saying I think a lot, apologies, but <laughs> I reckon that she wants to make something that's as her as possible and it's really easy to not do that. Yeah. It's easy to just do like, oh, this is this is what's gonna get popular, so I'm just gonna exactly, release this. Yeah. But she actually this is the vibe I get anyway. I've never yeah, met totally. her. Um <laughs> But she she wants to release something that she knows and believes in. And yeah. I've gone a really long way of saying that, but yeah. That's, that's how I, I totally feel. get what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking for a bit. <laughs> Here, let's have a listen to Further Than The Planes Fly by Eve Scurridus. Dean's last song, and we're sad that it's going so quickly, but this is an excellent song. Dean, tell us. I'm going to stick to the topic of work ethic yes. and hard work. Um, this is a band called Baby Blue out of Melbourne um, who seem to play weekly, if yeah. not borderline daily. Yeah. Like they just, whether it's, it's fronted by um, this lovely singer named Ray and I just feel like if she's not doing a solo gig, the band's playing, like, there's, it's always, they're everywhere. And um, they're always playing, they're always releasing music, and this one's slightly different. It's a little bit darker. It's called mm. Fire and Ice. Um, it's a very sort of, that dark 60s sort of vibe, sort of get a little bit of, like, the Doors and 
that sort of stuff, but probably a bit more scuzz to it. Um, there's just some great moments in it. Yeah. There's that great little chorus breakup, um, and her voice sort of soars throughout it. Like it's very sort of mystical in yeah. a sense. Um, almost like, like you're, you're in the middle of the desert or something <laughs> like that. That's the vibe I get. And they're just a great band and yeah. they're, they're finally, I mean, I think they've always had great respect from, you know, their sort of scene within the, uh, within the music scene. Um, but I think they're sort of branching out now and they're, um, they're really pushing their limits and they're starting to get a lot more recognition for what they're doing. Yeah. And it's just a cool song and it's just a big blaring number and I just, I really love it and I'm glad that they're, um, I'm glad they're pushing their limits. Yeah. I think if you saw the name Baby Blue, you wouldn't expect this music. No. Um, that's the first thing for me. Mm. Um, Ray's amazing. Yeah. And you said the doors and stuff. The the band that they this song specifically reminded me of was Cocteau Twins. Right. Okay. Like straight straight off the bat, that's what it made me think of. Yeah. Um it's very, very cool. It's a very cool song. And apparently like shoegazy psyche kind of music is coming back, which is very cool as well. Yeah. Well I get Cocteau Twins big from um a girl from Brisbane, Hatchie. Yes. And that's super, I mean, it's a different sort of shoegaze, but it's that real glistening sort of poppy shoegaze. Yeah. This takes a bit more of a, yeah, a darker road, as you said. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I've probably mentioned this a few times, but I used to work with a dark post-punk band. Right. Um, which Dean is currently sitting amongst many posters of. <laughs> um, so this kind of music is right up my alley and I love <laughs> he's looking around weirdly now <laughs> um, so this kind of music is right up my alley and I, I love their take on it it's very mm, cool and I'm yeah. interested to see how they follow it up because as you said this is a little bit different to some of their previous releases so I'd, yeah. I'd be curious to see if they do follow it up along these lines I have been seeing quite a bit of press for this song as well which is cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they just signed with um, that label, Neat Lawn, as well. Awesome. So I don't know if it's an EP or an album that's coming. I can't remember. But there's, yeah, there's something bigger coming. Amazing. So very excited. Yeah. Let's, mm. let's have a listen to it. We're talking it up. Let's listen to Fire and Ice by Baby Blue. Okay, we're back and I'm I'm so excited about this song and Dean and I have kind of been talking about it in every single break that we've had plus before uh, we started recording because we both love it so much. So this one is um, Emerson Leaf and Golden Vessel Hesitate. Um, this is this song is stunning. Like there there aren't words to adequately if I could say them. Dean's laughing at me. There aren't words to adequately describe how incredible this song is. The combination of Golden Vessel's production and Caleb, who was Art of Sleeping, yeah. Emerson Leaf, his vocal on it, plus the lyrics, it just creates this kind of emotional storm that kind of comes and smacks you in mm-hmm. the face. Um, I was sitting at work listening to this, actually, and it just kind of stopped me, and I couldn't quite focus after I listened to it, and then I listened to it a few more times, and then work was stuffed, so hopefully my <laughs> boss isn't listening, but just... 
it kind of just throws you for a loop, this song mm. and the lyrics and everything about it. And every time you listen, it gives you something different. And I'll stop for a bit now. I'll see <laughs> what Dean has to say because I'm making no sense anymore. <laughs> no, I like. I, I just said I wanted to watch you talk about it because <laughs> I could see how, um, how passionate you were about it. Um, I've been a big fan of Art of Sleeping and Caleb's. Just his voice in general. Mm. Um, he's a fantastic singer. I hadn't heard this stuff. I'd been recommended to it. So our drummer Dav is also a big fan. Yeah. And um, he'd been telling me for weeks to you know check out his new project. And I just never did. And he told me to check out this song. <laughs> and again, I was like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll get around to it. And I never got around to it. And then when you chose it, I was like, I better listen to it. <laughs> And yeah, I had the same sort of thing. I wasn't expecting it to sound like that. You see a lot of like new collabs and people doing side projects and when they veer off into electronic stuff, it can all get a bit, you know, you can't really differentiate who's yeah. who a lot of the time. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's very much the same and falls into this sort of drone of neo soul yeah. down tempo sort of stuff. But this I I really loved and... It's not something I usually listen to, but um, yeah, everything you, I think you summed it up pretty well. Yes, yeah, so I think just wave of emotion, <laughs> a wave of emotion. I and love just that. Like in a corner, melted. <laughs> um, I think the thing about Caleb's voice as well is you can be a really good singer, but not convey the emotion of the song. Yeah. But he always manages totally, to yeah. really pull the emotion into mm. it, and that completely changes everything. Yeah. There's just something about the way he sings. Like he obviously loves what he does yeah and works really hard at it but it's also like it comes from the heart kind of thing and i know that sounds lame and all that kind of stuff but it's true but you pick that up like you a lot of people will pick that up yeah straight away whether you're genuine or whether you're trying to make a few bucks from a song like yeah and i think that even people who claim they don't have very good ear for music or you know they just like music because it sounds good i don't think that matters i think you can you know instantly whether someone's so into the song yeah. And, I mean, they sort of compared it lyrically to Gang of Youths. I sort of get, yeah, get that vibe in the sense that, like, you want to know what he's saying. Like, you yeah. want to listen to it because there's obvious, there's something there sort of pulling you in. And it's just genuine. Yeah. And that's great. why Art of Sleeping did so well. Like, all of all of them are incredible musicians, the songwriting's mm. great, all of that. But Caleb's voice is... Yeah. Why Art of Sleeping... Yeah. And that sounds really awful to everyone else in the band, but that's such a key, key point <laughs> of all of their songs. Fantastic voice. Um, so, yeah. Caleb, you're awesome. Golden Vessel, awesome. <laughs> we love you. We love you, Caleb. <laughs> Let's have a bit of a listen to this. I've got it stuck in my head without even listening to it once today. So, th- that does that tell you? All of this Now that we're done with songs, um, what are you up to for the next little while, Dean? Tell us. Uh, so musically, um, we've got St Kilda Festival. Yes. We're on the new music stage with Swim Season <laughs> and Bats and Baker Boy. And, so good. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. We're on the same stage as Baker Boy, considering yeah. the year he just had. 
uh, that's that's sort of our next big thing. Um, we've got some other shows sort of in the pipeline at the moment, which are looking pretty fun. Yep. Um, Fields EP is coming out. Yeah, I was going to say, from management view, Fields EP is out on Feb 9th. Awesome. And I'm not sure if you've heard it in full. Yes, I have. It's great. Yes. It's really good. And he's done such a good job of just handling it so well and being able to do it so well. Because yeah. you can get caught in the... I mean, when you do everything DIY, you can sort of get caught in this cloud where you, you don't even know, you know, what sounds good anymore. I think he did get caught in that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but he's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's really persevered with it and he's sort of gone back and made changes and he's really been patient with it, which is testament to him. And yeah, he's got, he just announced a couple of shows. Um, so we announced today he's doing Catfish on Feb 23rd and then he's going up to Sydney with, uh, with Merpire uh, at Waywards on March 3rd and she's great too. So that'll be an awesome show. Um, Neighbourhood Youth are working hard on their album. Um, which is also sounding amazing. That'll um, that's going to be a really exciting release. Yeah, I can't wait to get that out there, and just for them to start playing again because it's been that long. They've been such a studio band of late. Yeah. Um, Other than the up the guts to a hair. Yeah. Well, they sort of finished that in August September, and then they played a few shows here and there. And now they've sort of been like the summer's been just yeah all in the studio, and they really thrive in the live setting. So to be. Yeah so good like I haven't heard any of these songs live yet um just sort of demos and little clips and stuff and so yeah I I can't wait to hear them and we've also got Peach Noise who are working quietly um but they're doing a little bit different to the rest of your roster yeah they're super quirky super creative they um they thrive actually more sort of behind a camera lens so they're awesome directors um they're just their vision is great they sort of they see things visually before they even, you know, begin to write a song. Yeah. And um, so it's it's such a different process with them hearing their ideas, like sort of like, you know, we want to shoot a video clip, we want to do this and build a song around that. And it's like such a different sort of process. Yeah. And something I'm still getting used to, but I love it. <laughs> like they sort of keep you energetic because, you know, they're always thinking from another angle. Like if you pitch them something, they'll pitch you something back that, you know, you wouldn't have thought of. Um, which is good to have that much creativity and they just hone in on that they do that so there's yeah there's lots of exciting releases I mean apart from the Fields EP it should hopefully be you know well there'll be the Neighbourhood Youth album hopefully a Peach Noise EP and then God knows with slow coaching (laughs) something will be yeah (laughs) nah there'll be a lot of yeah a lot of touring a lot of playing a lot of music releases like yeah I'm hoping it's going to be pretty busy year so it's exciting awesome cool well um before I thank Dean, I just want to let everyone know, I know that there's not much of an overlap between the uh, people that are interested in these things, but I am launching another podcast next week um, called Play On. It's an AFL podcast um, recording with my brother. So I'll have a link in, in the show notes um, to where you can find that because we're going to be talking about the first round of the AFLW season next week. So um, I'm not going to talk too much about it here, but that's going to be lots of fun. And for anyone that knows me, um, AFL is one of my favorite things life. in the world. Um, <laughs> Dean just said life, and that's probably accurate looking around this room. Episode one, Kurt, Kurt Tippett, <laughs> retirement. Don't even talk to me about we'll that. We'll talk about that off. Don't no. even talk to me about it. Anyway, I'm going to be sad now. What a beautiful but, man he is. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so just if you if you 
are so inclined, please do listen to that as well because um, that's going to be fun. Um, thank you for coming here, My Dean. Pleasure. It's very warm and there was lots of traffic to get here. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so we'll see you in another two weeks. Next guest is an absolute legend of Melbourne music. So I can't wait to share that with you. Um, but in the meantime, uh, we'll catch you in Fortnite. Bye, Dean. Bye-bye. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.